I'm going to play a song. Here's a little song called Married, Divorce and Dating. And it goes a little something like this. Actually, it goes exactly like this. Okay, I timed mine perfectly. You cheers. did. Cheers, mate. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, that's lovely. It's delicious. G'day, everyone. Welcome back to Married, Divorce, and Dating. <laughs> the podcast all about oh, hilarious. Oh, should we do that now? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. The podcast all about the hilarious and ridiculous parts of people's lives in and out of relationships. I'm Carl. I'm the married one. I'm Rachel. I'm the divorced and dating one. Great. Well, for new people, that's who we are and what we're about. Welcome. Welcome. And we're back for another week. It's mm. been a bloody great whirlwind of a weekend, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Can we do... Uh, okay, every week we do this thing called Quite Good. Um, what's quite good in your life? Um, well, we sip our cans of Quite Good. Uh, I'm having a vodka, organic kombucha, passion fruit, guava and soda. <gasps> it's quite good. I think it's just good to start the the episode off on a positive note, you know? Mm, I like it. Well, yeah. okay, well, I'll go first. What's quite mm-hmm. good for me... I want to talk about our Friday night that we had last week. Oh, that you're probably was fun. sick of us banging on about this, but we hadn't had a we hadn't had a night out in a long, long time together, mm-hmm. had we? And it did not disappoint. It didn't disappoint, man. Like I like every single part of that was just like from the afternoon when we like we had lunch, then we went up and got matching tattoos that say "All, All right, right, see ya." So they're permanently <laughs> printed on our arms, which is great. On your and wanking hand. On the, <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> and then and then we came back here, we recorded some, you know, some podcasts, last week's podcast, we had a couple of drinks, yeah. and then our mates came and we like filled the control room here at the studio, we filled it up with couches, and we all had drinks, mm. and like just danced and was silly, and then we went to Villainy, uh, the concert. You almost got kicked out. Oh my God, well, I almost got kicked out. Not kicked out, because we hadn't even made it in I yet. I really didn't even make it <laughs> in. You almost just got bounced from the front. God, I, I got a little <laughs> bit excited, I was throwing cans around, and uh, I was being loud, uh, and just being too much Carl and oh, um, and yeah amazing. the bounce came across the road and I thought I was like fuck I've done this for myself I'm getting sent home and everyone else is going to go have a great time but he was actually really reasonable he was really good <laughs> I actually said to him I was like Look, mate, I'm sorry. I'm just getting a little bit excited. It's been a while since I've had a night out. I don't think it just opened up to him. <laughs> I said to him, I was like, there's always one, isn't there? And oh, then, yes. <laughs> and then all Send the, him home. I walk past him so many times at night mm. and I'd give him the oh, fingers every yeah. time. I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> he was good. He but was then, good. like, the whole show was amazing. We were just with the best people, like, uh, all, you know, all really good friends of, of yeah. Mount and ours. And then, and then we all went back to your place. Well, four of us went back to your place after. Yeah, it was lovely. Had a little curry and peppermint tea. Curry and kick-ons. Yeah, curry and (laughs) kick-ons. I love that. Yeah. It was good. It was so nice. It was so nice. And we all just like sat around drunk having shit chats. And then, do you know what the most amazing thing was? So like that enough for me was it just filled my cup up. Like I just felt so good after that. And I just felt so like surrounded with love and enjoyment and everything. It was really nice. And then anyway, I woke up in the morning. Um, our ten month, uh, sorry, our three month old baby woke us up, and um, Heidi looks over at me. And she goes, "Oh, how are you feeling?" I was like, "Look, I'm a little bit dusty, a good bit of a headache." And she goes, "That's all right. Me and Goldie, we're going out to meet some friends. We're going out for brunch, and uh, and for a bit of a walk. We'll see you back at midday. I've oh. left some eggs and bacon in the fridge for you." <laughs> Um, gosh, just she's an angel. Happy hangover. I honestly oh my gosh, like she's the best. I, she 
actually is just the best thing ever. Oh, she really just let me let loose. I love that. Not not like when I say let me, but it's because it's not like that. But you know, she was like, Carl really needs this. Yeah. And I'm just going to give him just, just give him all this and not let him, he doesn't have to worry about the responsibility of being a new parent. That is incredible. And, you know, like it was really just the, oh, it was just I rate so great. that so much. That oh, is amazing. so good, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's Happy. drink to that. That's oh, quite good, isn't cheers. it? Cheers. Sorry for rambling on, but it really just, it just made it made me so happy mm. the whole thing yeah nice i like that mm-hmm. what's my quite what's good quite, quite, well, that's quite good for you well okay here we go it's november mm-hmm. which means mm-hmm. all the bloody moustaches are coming out oh yeah it's my favorite month i really off the moustache so not only are people like raising money for an incredible incredible cause yeah for november but Damn, everyone looks a little bit extra sexy this month. Really? Movembers do it for you? 100%. I reckon it should be Movember all year round. Two questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three, there's going to be a follow-up. First question, um, does your new boy that you've kind of got on the go, does he have a (laughs) moustache? He does have a moustache. Really? And you're just like... I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Um, and that's where the term moustache writing comes from. Um, <laughs> second question, second question. Does your dad have a moustache? Not anymore. But he did when you were a kid? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> Third question. <laughs> Third question. Third question. But he had like a slug. Oh, like a, yeah. a, a like 90s slug. Yeah. I, might, I like the... The not the slug. Oh, something a little more hipster. Yeah, yeah. Third question. Um... I've heard uh, if if someone's got a moustache and they're going down on you, it really tickles. Uh, nah. I've never really felt the moustache. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, I'll pay more attention next time. I'm paying more attention to everything else that's going on. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't really, really felt are. the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm. cool. How good. How good. Quite good. Yeah. Okay, so you love a moustache. I love a moustache. I love November. I love Movember. Yeah. They do great things, but mm. they do really good things to the eyes. Okay. <laughs> good to know. Mine's attached to a full ginger beard. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I knew that was going to be the answer. I think it's all part of your personality, you know? <laughs> I know Tracy loves it. I know Heidi loves it. <laughs> I love it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, uh, yeah, a ginger beard is a really acquired taste. Do you know what's quite funny? <laughs> I was at the gym today and I saw this ginger working out and he kept like staring at me and mm-hmm. I was like, has he heard the episode where I've <laughs> fucked a ginger? Oh, he, you became a, what was the is, term? Freckle snatcher. Yeah, I was like, is he is he trying to hit on me? Mm. <laughs> oh my god, it's a great story. It is oh. a great story. Um, an episode that was episode forty nine. Um, yeah. So, oh, have you got something else? Yeah, I was just gonna say I've got something for you okay, as well. Hit me with it. Um, so on the weekend. Mm. I went out to lunch with my friends, yeah, uh, my girlfriends, so Casey and Abby. Oh, yep. And lunch took a turn. Oh. And I did something a little bit wild. Really? And I just want to show you this. I know I said I was going to wait. <laughs> you did oh my! Oh, my God. Look at it. Oh, wow. You got your nipple I've been pierced. hiding it from you all week. Holy shit. This is over. You were showing me the video of it, like, actually going it's through your so nip. so gross, eh? Yeah, but, like, how did it feel? Oh, my God. It was so painful. Did, so painful. Yeah, like pain. What? 
Uh, it looks rad. Yeah, thank you. It's really Fuck. cute. Eh? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know. I've been wanting to show. I've told every showed everyone in the office. Oh my god, um, that's so because cool. we did we did talk about going to get it together, but yeah, I'm yeah, so, yeah. It was so spontaneous. We're at lunch. Oh, so we, it should be because we were planning. We were going to go do that on Friday after our tattoos. Yeah, and you were because you wanted your nipple pairs for a while, and then because I, I was going to get it for you for your birthday. Yeah, like I was just gonna I was just gonna like drop the card and be like happy birthday. There you go. That's yeah. yeah. And then when you said that in your voice message the other day, I was like, my response was like, oh, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, response yeah. that I didn't send yeah. that I that was sitting in my oh that's so yeah. that's fucking cool man I do you know, love it I love it so much yeah. it's still like in the healing phase but I think just it's the one good. A just the one yeah. yeah I didn't want to be like a kinky but it's just like a cute yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's wicked have you tried it on with like a sheer top to see how it looks yet not yet yeah. no um, yeah so how, I love that how does it feel now like what does so it actually fine. feel like um, it's still like a little bit Sorry, burpee. Um, yeah. A little bit tender. Yeah. But it's not hurting. Like, it throbbed. It was so mm. sore. Like, oh, my gosh. So I got it done. And I've got a little voice message here. Okay, so I just got my nipple done. And it was, like, it was painful. But now it's throbbing. Casey <laughs> saw it. It. Looked, it looked so sore. Forcing <laughs> through the skin. Oh. She just goes, it looked sore. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. But hey, now I've got a cute nip. <laughs> wow. And I got home and I showed my flatmate. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, Celeste, I got my my nipple pierced. And she's like, oh, my God. And I pulled it down and there was blood Oh, everywhere. my God. <laughs> and I was like, I am so sorry. I thought it was just going to be cute. I didn't realize it was bleeding. <laughs> so I cleaned it up. Whoa. And here we are. And um, I love it. Like, so, like, Scale scale on one to ten of like pain when when it was going through. Oh, because I don't numb it or anything. Eh? They don't numb it. No, I would say like a good seven point five. But that's only because like the nipple's quite thick, right? So yeah. you're like going through a whole bunch of skin, yeah. and and then so they push the needle through, then they follow it through with the bar <gasps> after that, and so it was just like uncomfortable. I was squeezing Abby's hand. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, like trying to breathe. I've had the marina put in. That was fucking painful. Yeah. This was nothing that's compared the to the marina. Like, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. up the boom, up the uterus. So. Nothing compared to that, yeah. but Abby took her hand away afterwards and I had, like, dug her ring into <laughs> her finger. Knuckle. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, you were squeezing hard. I was like, yeah, well, it hurt. Wow. Um, yeah. I think you can actually, in that video, I'll just put the audio up to here. You can hear me say, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm so proud yeah. of you. It's rad. It lo- that looks epic, man. Thank it's you. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, ever since we had Jay and Domin, I, yeah. you know how I just made a joke about getting... Yeah. Yeah, I've, it's been on my mind and I just wanted to do I it. I know, and we, we've been saying for ages, well, yeah, we were going we to like find, a, well, if we could find a place that did tattoos and piercings, you were going to mm. get them both done in the same time. <laughs> so here we are. I'm like through midlife crisis, eh? Like, oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, two matching tattoos with a guy, nipple yeah. piercing. What's next? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm actually playing a show on Christchurch this weekend, and oh. they've got flesh tattoos. Oh, how good! At the gig, so Do I'm it. like, oh, might might yeah, have to get a little tat. Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's awesome. Proud of you. That's <laughs> Thank great. You. Yeah, Thank you. Very very cool. Amazing. Um, cool. Okay, so moving on. Coming up uh, in this episode, this is wow. I'm very excited about both of these things. Next, we are talking to a um, couple of listeners who came in and uh, spoke to us anonymously. We mm. gave them fake names. Um, Anna and Nina. 
something like that. Yeah. yeah. And we also, we've had to disguise their voices because they wanted to re- remain anonymous. But we are talking threesomes. Oh my God. It's so amazing. This is such a great chance. And I so. love it so much because I'm so inexperienced in this area yeah. and they're just so confident. Actually, when I left that conversation, I was like, oh yeah, I could go have a threesome yeah. now. Whereas before I was like, I wouldn't know what to do. But like finding, I would go with, was it Nina? Mm-hmm. If I reckon my first one, I'd, I'd be like, Nina, take me with you. Oh, because she's got the exp- Okay, so this is she's the thing. A so one. Nina has had, uh, she's had 12 threesomes in her uh, oh. sexual career. Um, career. Career. Uh, Anna's had one, but one of those 12 that Nina's had and the one that Anna had, um, they had together. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Oh, that that's cool. Yeah, because she's got some experience. Like, I feel like she'd be able to hold your hand and like, yeah, really walk you through show it. Show you what to do. Totally. Mm. Yeah. So, because, but that's interesting you say that because you've always said, if, like, if, if, if you ever had a threesome, that you wouldn't want to be with another chick. Yeah, well, I don't want to munch a chick out. Well, you don't have to. Like that's, that's the thing. The thing I yeah. think so I can pass a chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's mm. that's re- oh yeah, totally. And that's, that's sort of, I guess, what that conversation. You know, it changed yeah. my mind on. This what is, you can and can't do. This is it. We talked about like the communication around it and like, mm. you know, setting rules and stuff. It's a great chat. It's coming up really, 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 really soon, like a couple of minutes. Um, and then next week, the same people, um, they went from, they upgraded from having a threesome to a full-blown five-person orgy. Orgy. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be next week. Um, here is a little piece of audio from that chat. How how it works with, two, well, how it worked for yeah, us anyway. Two guys, three girls. So there were two couches. Okay. <laughs> um, so there would be a threesome happening on one couch and then just a one on uh, one on okay. the other couch. Yeah. And the guys both claimed their couch each and right. the three girls kind of just rotated. Why? So good. Oh I'm my God, so, so grateful juicy. that they came in and shared these stories. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, so cool. Inspiring. Very inspiring. Yeah. And then after that, we are talking... Do you want to talk? You probably more eloquently uh, are going to talk about this. Just chatting, baby talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not the sexual baby talk of uh, <laughs> talking to somebody in a baby voice, but the conversation around having children yeah. because it's becoming more common, and I feel like it's a topic that's coming up a lot lately yeah. around uh, female body clocks mm-hmm. running out of time, yeah. um, the pressure about people like, oh, you've been together for so long, when are you having babies? And also women now being more career-focused that they don't want to have a baby. And there's mm. just so many different conversations around it, and I think the question, when are you having a baby, should mm. be extinct. Fuck yeah. I couldn't agree more. So we've got um, Tracy from episode 32, and uh, also the um, Scotsman, try and find Tracy a Scotsman <laughs> saga that followed those couple of episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so She's coming in because she's got a really interesting point of view on that as well. It's different to yours again, um, but I think, yeah, we're going to have a really great chat about that. Can't wait. Cool. Okay, well, let's rip into threesome chat. Here we go. Married, divorced, and dating. The podcast. Let's do a deep dive into threesomes. Um, we got some very uh, special guests. We're very pl- privileged to have you guys in here. And and I really appreciate you coming in and you've agreed to be open, honest, and share with us um, 
we're calling it anonymously. Yeah, open, honest, and anonymous. Open, open honest, honest, and, and anonymous. anonymous. Hey. Um, now, after this, if we if we've de- if the voices sound a little bit funny, it's because we decided to voice disguise these afterwards. So if not, then I'll just cut this part out and everything goes on yeah. as normal. But um, cool. thank you so much for joining us. No yes. worries. Happy to be hello, hello. I don't think it needs much introduction, but we're talking about threesomes, and you guys have got some experience. Yes. yes, Nina more so than I. Okay, well, but let's... both of you more than I. I want to know. So actually, much well, yeah. Very, first of all, Rachel, like before we even tuck into this. Yes. Before we go into the conversation, curious. Ah, uh, look. If the occasion arise, I would. I yeah, like I wouldn't say I, I would never say never. Yeah, just like never yourself. say yes. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's very situational. And I think uh, Anna probably was in the same situation originally as well. Like, it wasn't something that crossed her mind, but, like, the occasion came and you're like, ah, love, love, love. Yeah, right. Yeah. I totally. think you would love it. I think if you tried it, you would love it and you'd be like, okay, yeah. And Brooks, honestly, says, like, the next the one? With and then, and then yeah. now, now your list is 12. I feel like, yeah, I'd need that first one to sort and, of happen. Yeah, but you've always said as well, it's like, you, you don't really have a bicurious bone in your body. No. But you'd, you wouldn't mind a couple of bones in your body. Yeah, this is the thing, <laughs> Right. When I got a bonus too. Well, I don't know because off off chat before we sort of said, well, we don't want to do a three way with two guys because then it almost just turns into a spit roast and it's not anything romantic. You so, can't watch. So just on a threesome with like two guys and a girl. So a lot of people think straight away, oh, spit roast, but it doesn't have to be that way. Like it depends on the situation. Um, I have a friend who recently was in this situation. Um, he actually matched with the chick on Tinder. Um, so she was on holiday, like where we live with her husband and they were looking for a threesome and he was like all keen for it cause he hadn't been laid in a while. So he was like, fuck it. Why not? And, um, yeah, it's not like a spit roast situation. Like mine was, it, yeah. it, it, I've it, had one. it can be, okay. it can be, but it can also be like, maybe if, it, especially if you're going in with another couple, like as another guy, like maybe that, maybe the couple, so the, the guy in the couple, like wants to watch his so partner. Yeah, it can, it can still flow, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like, if, if the guys are straight, it would yeah. be a spit roast. They yeah. they made that clarity as well before that they met up. This is my friend who was in this situation. That both of them were straight, and they still had a threesome, and it was two guys and a girl. So okay. yeah, it can happen. So okay. Um, first of all, Anna, how, how many threesomes have you had? Um, I have had one. Okay, with cool. Nina. You were bisexual, and this was kind of the way you wanted to go. Um, yeah, honestly, like it was just we were out one night, and Nina sprung it on me and was like, "Do you want to come home with me?" And yeah. Nina's definitely an instigator, like a hundred percent. Yeah. All right, Nina. Yes. You've you've partaken in how many threesomes? I've had twelve threesomes. Where did this start? Like, where does it even begin? Well. My very, very first threesome was two guys and myself. Okay. Was this a boyfriend? Yes, my boyfriend and his bisexual friend. Right. So our Uh, ground rules were that they didn't want to do anything. So there were ground rules? I think it is important. I mean... I think if you, if there's if if there's a couple involved, it is important to have ground rules. So how many would you have had with couples? Maybe half of them. Oh shit! Sure. Yeah, five. And then five the other of them maybe. Right, and then the other half have been like just actually yeah. Well, because 
some of them I've been the one in the couple oh, and okay. we've brought in a girl um, and then I've had a couple where I have been brought in to another one but I'd say yeah probably a bit more than half have just been single single people ground rules aren't really as important unless yeah I mean mine have been two girls most of them have been two girls and a guy and yeah. I, the ground rules I think are just between the two girls and whether they're strangers right. I prefer having like friends because you're just more comfortable yeah. and you can talk about that and you know like yourself you know you said that you know you're not really that bi-curious but you want to experience it and see what it's like yeah. so you know i've had some before where the girl has said look i don't want us going down on each other and i'm not into that i just you know yeah i think i think with like obviously i've only i've only had one reason but like um with with the ground rule thing like when there's a couple involved it's a hundred percent like necessary you need to like be clear about what your boundaries are yeah. for sure yeah. and then but even in a situation where you're all single like you still got to be pretty vocal about what you're comfortable with before yeah. it happens yeah, because yeah. it's just like anything like i mean you don't want to be in a situation when it's one-on-one -on -one where you're doing something you're not comfortable with I yeah so it's just that. communication and even if it's like during that's fun so what would you suggest then in let's hypothetically i come in to a threesome it's another girl and a guy i don't want to go down on another girl what is a scenario in that situation do are they a couple or sure. or is the girl your friend and you're let's like say girl's trying a friend to, and there's a guy and you're tr well then that's easy because before you've even talked to the guy you and your friend have established like hey like we should try and bring a guy back like i don't let's not you know i don't want to do anything and to be honest there's you you don't even really need to think through a game plan like he's gonna say yes the minute you <laughs> yeah, table it yeah, yeah. So then, so you're just both switching on fucking him uh yeah yeah well i mean you know it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to involve penetration like you can have a threesome of just like play okay okay talk, talk us through that uh, <laughs> okay well this is speaking from my experience yeah so um so i have had a threesome with nina and another guy and um, none of us, we didn't, we didn't fuck. Like there's no penetration. But no. I don't think that was not by like tweet. Like we we wanted there to be penetration. I think all three of us. Um, yeah. But I think in the moment we were just rolling with what whatever happens happens, and that's just something that didn't happen. Right. And it, and oh, it was. I, I think there's a lot of anxiety from the guy. In my experience, oh, from the guys, it would be like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. They think, oh my god, this is amazing. I've waited my whole life for this. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. a you know, a bucket. It's a rare yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I think the pressure at the time, so like I, I'm trying to, you know, in my experience, I'm, I've always just said, you know, it, it, like it doesn't. So, okay, the analogy I like to say is if I gave you a blowjob yeah. and you didn't come, yeah. was it still a blowjob? <laughs> did you still enjoy the blowjob? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so this is what I try to say to the guys with anxiety because they suddenly now think, oh my God, I've got to please two women. Because it can be a lot and, for someone, and right? And they, they oh, might not be able to stay hard. I and totally then see what you mean. Gets, yeah. you know, and then because the girls don't really want to do anything with each other, we're waiting on the guy to get ready. And got it. So, so sort of like the, the pep talk before it happens, I, I kind of try and, yeah. you know, if you sort of, you know, talk about that beforehand, being like, it doesn't... Like we're here just having fun. It doesn't matter, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and know. like, and also during, like, when if if that happens, if there is a 
um, a time where, you know, if, it, if it's a two girls and a guy situation, if he's like, oh, I can't, you know, continue, like, <laughs> I can't continue to be hard or whatever. Like, it's actually all good to, like, just chill during and have yeah. a break and like or have just a cuddle, yeah. a little cuddle yeah. puddle, have a cuddle do whatever yeah. you want like it's have like we, another we, drink we took a few breaks didn't we and we, we just had dancing. some moody moody dances like, like dancing naked yeah. having some drinks yeah. like there's absolutely no um set rules to no, it like no. you can just completely flow with whatever's happening at the time oh, fuck i do you know what like maybe maybe i've i've been thinking about this quite naively but like i i really actually like the idea of us of like a couple of people i think it's almost like the communication that is going on around it is actually part of it and quite hot as well. Absolutely. Like, yeah. There's something Absolutely. quite nice about negotiating that but then and then acting on that and experimenting with yes. it and within those I mean bounds. I've I've been brought in into a couple. Yeah. And so we, you know, and I was friends with her yeah. and this was her partner who I hadn't met before. Yeah. Um but we were all out and we were out with another friend of ours who had I had also had a threesome with her. Okay. And so <laughs> I wasn't part of the conversation but they were chatting and and this friend said, you know, I really want to have a threesome with my partner, but it's oh. just so hard. Like, how do you find a girl to do that? And and because I just was there that night. And you're like, yeah, hey. Yeah. And my friend said, girl for you. My friend was like, Nina's here, you know, yeah, and she's yeah, yeah. real good because she's, you know, she won't make it awkward and yeah. she's really, you well, know, first. good. And so we had a conversation about what she was comfortable with. She didn't want her partner to have sex with me, but she, you know, everything else was fair game. I mean, a threesome can go terribly if, you know, I think a lot of people, like, what if someone's left out or what if someone, yeah. you know, and you can't, it's too late to back out now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that, so I think the ground rules, it's, it's yeah, it might be a bit of an awkward conversation, but yeah. it's, it, it's important. It needs to happen. And that did so in your experience with the so with a couple, does that happen before like in the bar? So we I said to her, you know, like, yeah, we'll just talk about what you're comfortable with. I think the actual conversation happened on the way to the house in the Uber. Cool. Um and mid mid uh threesome, she then loosened up on it. So I think like oh, okay. you know, she okay. sort of yeah, you know, I, what once it started happening and she realized that. how comfortable yeah. it was and actually like what am I worried about and this yeah. is like all going fine and yeah. actually let's you know we're here why don't we just you know do the whole whole thing. I wow. think the important oh, thing to remember for like anybody who wants to experiment in a threesome is that like it doesn't have to be completely structured from the beginning. Like you can just no. roll with it as you go. Like you can I just you can just yeah. be like, oh well we'll see how it goes and then midway you can literally set some ground rules midway if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you can be like, oh, I would prefer this or like I don't want to do this or like you well, I guess it's setting ground rules, but like you can just it's all about yeah, communication. So I, okay. I know I didn't yeah. say it before, but I feel like I'm able to now sit on his face. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. It's communication. Yeah. And like, to be honest, my my first threesome with another girl, uh, the ground rules with my friend was oh, I don't know if I want to go down on you and I don't yeah. know, you know, because yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that, but I changed my mind midway through. Right. And you know what? Like once they did it the first time, I was like, what? This is great. Wow. <laughs> and so now I'm like, cool, now I know my own. Amazing. So, I love eating pussy. So I had to direct the question at Nina who's had uh, twelve threesomes. <laughs> 
Just a few. What is your favourite scenario? You've had threesomes with just a couple of mates. You've had threesomes with Anna here. You've had threesomes with couples. Favourite scenario? I, okay, so definitely last place is me going in with a couple. And I don't like kind of knowing, although we've set the ground rules, yeah, I I'm just... I'm just going to delete my last text. You know. At least they're just very open, you know. But when there can be ground rules, like, you know, I start getting, you know, I just don't want to... It, for me personally, it's just a bit. I can fuck up here, you know, and oh, I don't want to oh, piss really? anyone off, and like I don't want to cross a line, and yeah. and yeah, and then there's a bit more pressure on me because I want to make sure they're comfortable, and okay. you know, um, singles are, are, are great. I think yeah. that's that's always good. Always fun. Mm -hmm. I I'm single now, and I've been single for a while, but I really liked it with my own partner. I oh. really loved that. So yeah. that's yeah, that's my thing because. I mean, I don't have that jealous. I know I've spoken to friends that said I could never see my partner fuck another girl. I just mm. couldn't do that. Yeah. I don't have that at all. And I yeah. like watching my partner in positions that I don't get to see from my perspective. Oh, and I, really? like, oh. I like watching that. And then I like coming in. It's and like I, immersive and I, you know, And I also just yeah. like knowing that I am giving him the best fucking night of his life. Right. Yeah, I awesome. like first times too. So like it was like their first threesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit, you know, but if, if there was a couple that's like, oh, no, we do this all the time, oh, I think okay, it would yeah. be like, okay, well, we're not going to maybe mm. step on anyone's toes or make, you know, everyone's... It's just yeah. communication. Okay so like, it is. The girl, the girlfriend has to be the one that initiates it and yeah. picks the girl. Totally. You know, mm. I, I was always very open and yeah. my boyfriend mm. at the time knew that, but if he ever came to me yeah. and said, hey, I've found this girl over yeah. there, we've already talked about it, and I'd be like, ah, excuse me, no. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Gotcha. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Know, I, I yeah, had to, to be choose. the one that was like, I yeah. chose her. I've had the yeah. conversation with her. I, in fact, my very first threesome with that boyfriend was quite funny because I went out that night. He didn't want me going out. He was very angry. We had a massive fight. Uh, I, I <laughs> hey, out. here's a threesome surprise. I said to one of my friends, I said, oh, I'm not looking forward to going home. I'm, you know, in the dog dog house and you know i said hey why do you, you want to come back and we'd, we'd sort of like talked about it in previous nights and I stuff and i said you should come back with me and i got home and he was asleep and i tried to wake him up i tapped his shoulder um hey i've got another he, girl you know, here I, for I you i got the cold <laughs> shoulder and he was like wow. fuck off and I said, wake up, we're going to have a threesome. And I have, oh. I have never seen someone wake up so quickly. Oh my God. He sat up and he said, who's having a threesome? And I said, we are. You and are, I, motherfucker. And I said, just take your time to wake up, come meet us in the shower. Because that, oh that's... That wow. is another thing in, in, in my the experience because they happen randomly on a night out. You know, I, all get I'm in the shower this together. This has yeah. given me some confidence. Get in the shower together. See this each other naked. I know. So he came into the bathroom. He like slowly opened the slowly. door. What's wrong he was with like, what? Because he just was so confused. Yeah, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. He um, like, and he opened the, the door up. and I'm in the shower with another girl. And it was like all smiles. And I don't think we ever, ever discussed what their argument was, ever, I after did. that.
I Holy love it. shit. Yeah. Holy shit. This has been that, so enlightening. This has been incredible. I am, I, I am just sitting here soaking it all up. <laughs> I tasked myself, you know, this year my goal was to have anal. Yeah. I reckon next year my goal is to have a threesome. Well, you know <laughs> what? Nina is always available. <laughs> I feel like Nina is a safe space. Um, Nina and Anna, this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for coming in and being so open yes, and honest and absolutely. just spilling the tea with us. This yes. has been awesome. We really appreciate it. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who are curious, who are listening, and who might be wanting to explore this as well. And I know that you've added a lot to whatever they're going through as well. Yes, so thank absolutely. you so much. Genuinely, I really appreciate your openness. Thank you. Honestly, my advice to anyone who is curious, because coming from me who's only done it once, uh, a threesome, um, yeah. done threesome once. But like, honestly, if you just if you want to do it, if you if you've been thinking about it, just do it and communicate with the people that you want to yeah. do it with. If it's if you're in a relationship and you want to have a threesome, communicate with your partner. Is key. Yeah, figure Absolutely. out what's gonna work best. Yep. Yep. Set your set your boundaries and then just go for it. Brilliant. And it doesn't if it's awkward, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter how many times have it people doesn't had matter. sex with a, a guy yeah. or a girl just one on one and it's been an awkward oh. thing. Like until you try it, you don't know. You kinda have to relate it to yeah. like one-on-one experiences it's really not that different apart from the fact that there is more than two people everything else is the more same more naked bodies yeah. <laughs> everything else is the same communication boundaries yeah. everything's the same there's just more than two people when I said that my favourite is with my boyfriend yeah. so I it was the best way to spice up our sex life yeah, like we would have you know you know you're doing your normal thing and yeah. you're on this regular pattern and then we'd have a threesome one night and yeah. we just could not keep our hands oh, off each other really? for for ah, months after that threesome cool. and it's yeah great way that great way to just you know cheers this has been brilliant okay yeah. cheers everyone cheers, cheers. Hey, thank you so thank much you so quite much. good married divorced and dating the podcast all right. Okay. 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 Now this is going to be a little, a bit of a serious conversation. Break well, through. we're following it up. Following up threesomes. <laughs> I know, but it, I, I just feel like it's very topical at the moment, and it keeps coming up. And as two females over here in our thirties, mm. it it does get brought up quite often. The mm. conversation around children. Yeah. Welcome, when, Tracy. By the way. Welcome, hey. our Thank friend you. Tracy. G'day, mate. Once again. Apologies for the last time you were on here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the Scotsman thing. You don't need to say that every time. <laughs> Right. Still feel bad about it. We're past it. I just um, like to introduce Tracy to new people all the time. Like, this is Tracy. Oh, the one that we tried to set no, no, the Scotsman. Yeah. The other night when we had that. like when we had all our mates it. in here, and then you were just like, by the way, this is Tracy. Remember the Scotsman episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they, they did definitely that. all know. They were like, oh my god, is that you? See, no, it's it's a good like yeah. recognizing point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, so apologies once again for that. Yeah, right. yeah. We you. we tried. The intention was there. Mm. The good intention was there. It just rolled out. Unexpectedly, but anyway. Oh, and the other, yeah, oh, from the episode, let's make head great again. That was so. Thanks for your oh, yes. tips on that. Yep, yes, that's yes, right. Good yes. stuff. Yep. Really becoming a regular here, aren't you? I am. Yeah, great. It's fantastic. <laughs> cool. But anyway, to the to the serious conversations. So, yeah. Uh, I think we've both got different views and perspectives, but both equally on the same track. Yeah. So. Like for me, I've said before, all my friends have kids. Yeah, I love being fun, Auntie Rachel, but I have no desire currently mm. to have kids myself. Yeah, and we've discussed that before very openly. Yeah. Um. But what happens is, like, I'll be at a kids party, like one of my friends' kids party, and I, I'm good with kids. Like, mm. I'm not babies. I'm a little bit more awkward with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I don't want to hold your baby. But kids, I'm good with. And then I've always got the parents being like to me, "Oh, does that make you clucky?" And I'm like. No, it doesn't. Yeah, fuck. And even if it did, 
I'm single. Mm. I'm not just trying to have a baby with whoever, whatever. Yeah. And like, why is that a topic of conversation? Mm. Like, why is mm. this about wanting to reproduce? Or like, why can't I just be happy the way I am? Yeah, totally. And okay. yeah, so I, and I guess like Tracy's got a whole other perspective on it, like from a different angle, I believe. Yeah. Um, can I just actually? I just want to. I just want to play something in here um, before we get a bit more into the conversation. I just want to say that like this is a um, this is a conversation and a really unique point of view from you two, and like really really appreciate you guys both being so open and honest about this um, and I like I love and respect you both and I'm probably going to be just people listening I'm going to be asking some questions these are not like based on any of my beliefs or anything like this <laughs> like that what what you guys decide to do with your lives is like and yeah. and how you um, choose to you know what do whatever it's like that's your call and I, I love that and I respect that and so if I'm asking questions they're not coming from a place of condemnment or anything like that it's coming mm. from a place of love we're exploring this conversation so I just yeah. wanted to put that out there uh, first but um yeah. yeah so what what's your vibe on it Trace uh, my perspective is. I'm not sure if I want kids or not. I kind of, I guess I grew up just always thinking that's just what you did because that's mm-hmm. what everyone does. Like you're you're raised to think as a female, that's your duty in life. Like you get a career, you start a job, you get a career, whatever, but it's only until you have kids and then you can kind of fuck off and do whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and just be a mum if you want because you're off the hooks, you've mm-hmm. got kids. And that's kind of the be all and end all of life. But I've never really gelled with the idea of that, and I, but I've never known why. Kind of like Rach, I'm not amazing with kids. Like, I'm not terrible, but I don't, you know, I don't look at a baby and I'm like, oh, that's cute. You know, I'd rather have a puppy. Yeah, right. 100%. You know, like, don't send me memes of babies. Send me puppies, dogs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to see... I, I, I'm you know. the the contrast between a dog walking in a room or someone yeah. bringing their baby yeah. in a room. The dog, I just drop everything, yeah. run to like, it, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and then there's like, a, you're like you bought gold. Oh, this is so amazing! Yeah. What a moment like, yesterday! Yeah. I loved it because you guys were so awkward. <laughs> I was like, Hi. Yeah, it was uh, so great. Heidi brought just, um, Goldie into the office and like I just put her down on the table in the capsule because I just wanted to stand back and see what you two did. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you kind of just went, it was, yeah, it was it was. I nice. feel like I made an effort, like I touched the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I blew on her toes. Cute. Because Heidi said she was hot. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> but I, I, I do, I do love seeing Rachel round, round Goldie. She's yes. a three month old, and it is just so oh. you just get so like. Ugh. But I, I was exactly the same. Like a couple of years ago, I was exactly the same. I was like, oh, babies, get the the fuck away from really? me. I was so okay. like. I was so, they freaked the shit out of me and I never wanted to hold them or touch them and I just didn't give a fuck about anyone's baby. Mm. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I don't know, something That's just happened to me. That's how I feel. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But then I guess like from there, I think a question to not say is, oh, you'll change your mind. God, yes. no. Like why, this whole yeah. thing should be like extinct. You shouldn't ask somebody, you should never ask, when are you having babies? Whether no. they be in a relationship, whether mm. they be single, the, that you should oh, never ever, you don't not. know what anyone's going through. Someone might be no. struggling to have a baby. God, yeah. They might be like, they've just decided to take that off the cards. They might 
you know, like there's so many different things that you should never ask somebody when you're having a baby. Mm. Or like, yeah, oh, you'll you'll want one one day. It's the best oh, thing. Oh, that, that, that must be infuriating. Um, yeah. I, I, shortly is. after Heidi and I got married, it was like it's pretty much as soon as we got married, people started asking all oh, kids on the yeah. horizon. So when are you going to have kids? Yeah. Oh, my God, you must be thinking about children soon. It's like, fucking hell, we're so young. And like, we don't yeah. even know if we want to have kids yet. Yeah. And like, or if, if we can. can. Well, that, exactly. that was like the biggest thing is like, well, for us. It's like we kind of knew that we wanted to, but we didn't know if we could. Mm. And then I just thought about these people asking us the question. So what we did, we got so sick of it, we would just turn around and say to people, oh, we can't. Mm. Now that really shuts them the fuck it up. Does. Yeah. And then we once got asked, oh, my God, can't you? Like, And they were like, can I ask why? And then <laughs> we – No. I know. No, it, so, it was so shit. And we just told them to fuck off. I mean the real reason we couldn't at the time is because we were using contra- contraception. Yeah. Of yeah. course, yeah. We yeah. shouldn't need to explain that. No. no, and it's no one's business, and it shouldn't be like this. It shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Like, and mm. it shouldn't like same as like myself. I I want to live my life. Mm. I don't want to try settle down and try have a baby, and that yeah. should never be questioned. Totally, Tracy. When you were in like when you were in previous relationships, yeah. is it the kind of thing that's come up with partners? Yeah. So I guess my first serious partner I was with for a few years, and. We just, I just kind of assumed that we would do that. We would get married and have kids or, you know, like whatever it is yeah. that mm-hmm. ev- everyone just does. Yeah. But I always, I just never have felt quite right about it. I guess okay. for me it's like a, it's a feeling that I have where it's, I've never known why I don't feel like everybody else does mm. towards having kids, but I just don't. So it's only been over the past sort of, like couple of years that I've ever like really started to explore that and try and get to the bottom of it and figure out okay is this actually for me or is this just a reflection of how I think I should be previous partners have been one of them really wanted kids yeah um another one probably does I don't know what he's up to now but I yeah I've never really been able to see myself having kids with anyone, and so maybe that's a reflection that I've just never been with the right person. Yeah. Do you think? Um, do you think if you were with the right person and they really wanted to, is it something that you would consider? Yeah. yeah. So I would consider it for sure. Like, but as as I think I said the other day, it would need to be like the love of my life. Yeah. They would need to be really, really keen. Yeah. And really want to like get their hands dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and do stuff. They need to be a present father. Not yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Because mm. it's like, it's just, it's a, like as women, we're the ones that have to do most of the work. God, yeah. Yeah. And it's so traumatic and so hectic for a woman's body and mm. like mentally and physically everything. And so it's, and it's our career it's it's basically everything falls on us. It totally does, yeah. And so it's, it's a, really it's unfair. A huge, yeah, yeah. It's a huge thing that we need to consider. And obviously, there's things that couples need to consider, like money and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff. But for me, I guess I arrived at a point where all my friends were having kids. I broke up with my ex boyfriend, and I was like, "Oh, this sucks." Like I'm 33. I'm not, like, I'm single again. All my friends are having kids. Like, what am I going to do? So what I did was went out and made a whole bunch of new friends that were in a completely different stage. And so they were all kind of on the same page as me and wanted to, like, you know, just explore different things and Mm. have fun. And 
And since then, I've actually made so many amazing friends that are either have either already done the kids thing or they haven't had kids for whatever reason yeah. or they just don't want them. Right. And I've got quite a few friends now that are in that boat and that's made me feel so much more um, like seen, I guess, yeah. or accepted because it's like, okay, well, actually it's an acceptable thing for you to do Yeah. is to not necessarily want to have kids. Like it's a completely normal thing. And luckily now more and more people are talking about it. Like there's a few people I follow on Instagram who are really great mm. like content creators in that area. But that's really helped me is people talking about it and like meeting Rage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why we were kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, because, you know, it's just meeting someone that is is like-minded. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, one day I might change my mind. I mm-hmm. might meet the love of my life. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I know that if I don't, if it doesn't happen for me, I'll be fine. Yeah. Like, cool. And I think that's, that's, awesome. that's the main thing that probably a lot of like women in their mid-30s who might be single – are worried about is like, right. will I be okay? Mm. And and you will. You'll have an amazing life. And mm-hmm. so many like you talk to I've talked to so many people about this and, you know, they've done studies of like older women who who never had kids and they're all like, mm, I have no regrets. Like awesome. I've travelled heaps, I've done heaps of stuff, I've had a great life. But you know, there's there's so many people the like your life's mm. gonna be so sad and lonely. But it's like no, you just nah. shift that energy and yeah. put it to other things. Like yeah. you don't need that to fulfill your life. You only need no. yourself to fulfill your life. Yeah. And anything else is sort of a mm. bonus. And if that's if you want to take the child route, that's great. That's good for you. If you mm. don't want to take the child route, that's great for you as well. Yeah. Like you yeah. shouldn't have to choose one or the other. To, that one gives you happiness and one doesn't. Mm. Like that's not it. There's yeah. not a one yeah, size or fits one all. is a fulfilling life. Yeah. yeah, because you've done what you're supposed to do. Mm. So, so okay, Rachel. What at what stage was it in your life that you? kind of like well, not made the call because you you've also like on on this podcast we talked about a little bit previously where you've mm-hmm. said I'll never say never if you met like the you know similar to Tracy met the love of your life or whatever and he really wanted to have kids and you were willing to give that to him then you would consider it mm-hmm. but then what was the what was the point in your life where you were just like no I actually don't want this for myself I can't see it in my future yeah, well, to be fair, even when I was married, we decided, like, we didn't want kids. I've, yeah. I've never – actually, when I was about 18, I was like, I want to be a young mum, like, la-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And then that relationship grew into my marriage. And I think what I realised in hindsight is I was looking after a child. Yeah. I was oh, doing totally everything were. for this yeah. human. So – and they couldn't do anything to help me. So I think my mind was like, you've already got a child. You, like – you know, if I bought a second one in, then I'd be looking after two children. And so I think from that point is when I was like, I don't want kids. And then I've just sort of mm. been really off them from that. And that's why in the last few years, my mind has switched. And I was like, well, maybe it's not that I didn't want kids. Maybe it was just that I didn't want kids with him. Yeah. But I'm also in no desire to race to have kids because like my life is so much fun. I love yeah. what I do. And that's why I'm more open-minded that if I found somebody absolutely incredible and they wanted kids, I would... Mm look at like I would give them if that was the one thing that they wanted in life mm. like to fulfill mm. them I would give that to them because how else do they get a child yeah you know and I if think you that's, can if I if, if I you can, can this yeah. Is it, yeah. and yeah, yeah god and I do you know I've always said like I was like I don't think I'm uh capable of having children I've never been tested but I just have a feeling like a gut feeling in really? myself that I'm like I don't really? think I can get pregnant yeah and, and I don't know why, but I've always felt like that. 
and mm. I yeah, and maybe that's why I've got the part of me that's like I don't want kids. Yeah, because I mentally yeah. I'm like yeah. I can't have them. Yeah, preparing yourself. Yeah, yeah. How do you find how do both for both of you? How do you find the pressure from like your parents? Is there pressure from your parents, or is there? Do you feel like there's a disappointment there, or anything? My parents have given up. So originally there was. Like when we got our batch up in Ruakaka, the thing that sold my dad on it was my mum's like, imagine all the grandkids that we could have here. Oh, right. And, and my dad was like, <laughs> no pressure. yes. And I was like, well, you're looking at the wrong child to give mm. your grandkids. Like I am not giving you grandkids. And for ages my parents were like, oh, don't say that. You're so silly. Rah, rah. You'll change your mind. You'll change your yeah. mind. Mm. And now like I've I've made it so firm. I'm like, like no, it's like stop. Yeah. And now they just don't even they don't even worry. Cool. They know I'm like you got to turn to my brother for that because yeah, I'm not yeah, delivering. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's probably similar with me. Like my mum is great. She's never put any pressure on me in that area. Um, and to be honest, we're we're quite similar. Mm-hmm. She's not super maternal. I'm not super maternal unless it's towards a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know. If given the choice back in the day, if if it had been the situation like we have now, where we have more choice, I think there would be a lot of people not here. Yeah. Mm. Because their parents are just like, fuck that shit. Yeah. yeah. But because it wasn't the dumb thing back then. Anyway, so the moral is my mum's really supportive. My dad is doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. My brother has kids. My sister's got a kid. My My mum's perspective is... Just do what makes you happy. Nice. I've got enough grandkids. Like, I probably don't need any more anyway. <laughs> yeah, we've, got a, we've got enough going on. Yeah. I've managed those expectations. She knows that it's probably not going to happen, and she's fine with it. I've got other like other family members are always going to be like, And oh, how much so more have you fun? met someone yet? Have you, are you going to have kids? When are you going to do this, blah, blah, blah? And I'm just like, nope. No, mm. nah, and it, and I think people now know not to ask me. Great. Like I've just I've set that, I've set that boundary, and I'm like, don't talk to me about these things. Yeah, that's mm. good. That's really good. Heidi and I did the same thing because we were just yeah, we were yeah. just sick of people asking. It's so fucking rude mm. if someone goes and says, "Oh, when are you having kids?" Yeah, oh, it's like it's none of your fucking goddamn oh, business. It's, we should so bad for married start couples. Start a petition eh? to end that question. That, oh, that yeah. should not be a question. It doesn't need anyone. a petition. It's just common fucking sense and human decency. Yeah. I yeah. think. Um, okay, this is all editable. Um, so. Don't feel you have to answer anything or talk about this, um, but you you would, we had a really good discussion yep. about this yesterday, and you told me that last year you went through a process and yep. you got your eggs frozen. Yes. Right. So where did this start and why was this? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy to talk about this stuff because I think people need to talk about it. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and so basically, I've always felt that little niggle of pressure mm. that was like. But one day, you know, you never know. You might want them, righty rah. Societal? Is that just because um, it's like, think of a, the poster of a family yeah. and what that looks well, yeah, like? Absolutely. And it's, it's like what we're just growing in books and, yeah. you know, all the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I've okay. never been one to do things the conventional way. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I've always been so confused about it. I'm like, but I know I should be doing this, but I don't want to do this. Right. I don't, yeah. So anyway, I kind of, I had a few friends that encouraged me to do it. 
which I'm grateful for. Like they had that, you know, a similar experience and I've known a bunch of people that have kind of done it. I did some research and spoke to a few different people that have done it. No one regretted it. So I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to, you know, I, I was coming up to my 35th birthday and I was like, all right, it seems like this is probably the time where I'm not seeing anyone. I don't have, you know, a husband. Mm-hmm on the horizon so shit's getting a little bit dicey for me so maybe I need to you know like go down go down this path so yep decided to freeze my eggs went through that process it's ten thousand dollars shit a brick um, for one for one round that's one round and that's not even guaranteed that you're gonna get that's not guaranteed so you could go through that whole process which is basically I'll walk you through it I started. I had to start taking hormones um, for a couple of weeks, like just pills, and then for the for the next few weeks, I had to or a couple of weeks, I had to inject myself <gasps> twice a day um, with hormones. So it's basically just like you're, you're pumping yourself. You're, yeah, you're basically preparing yourself for harvest to be harvested. Whoa, that's a that's a lot to take in yeah, so and I come felt to terms with. Like, you know, and not only is it, is it a scary process to do on your own and mm. quite isolating and a bit shit. Luckily, I had a really good friend who had been through it. Yeah. So she was really awesome. Um, but I just, you know, like injecting myself every morning and every night and just not just having no one yeah. there, yeah. like no partner there to support me. Yeah. Or it was just a pretty shitty process. I felt really shitty. I felt like, oh, because you're pumped full of these hormones. Yeah, well, hormones are running high. These, your emotions yeah, will be, yeah. You keep going to these appointments and you have scans and they're like, all right, you're tracking pretty well. You've got this many follicles now and righty rah. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? You know, and it's basically like you can go in there with like 14 healthy follicles or something that are of a decent size and the egg is is inside it. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they go in and they harvest the egg out of it. Whoa. So they took out, from me, they took out 10, which is really, is like average mm-hmm. to good. Um, and seven of those were viable. So I wow. have seven. Shit. Um, I was hoping for like 10 yeah. or more. Yeah. But some people get none. Some people get less than five. So... I'm pretty lucky, yeah. but like I woke mm. up to like, okay, we've got seven on ice, you know, and then it's like you have like a period of recovery and and what have you. But and then basically almost straight away they're like, all right, so if you want to go for another round, it gets discounted by like fifteen hundred dollars. So if I want to, <laughs> they were like, so if you want to go for another round, that's going to be like eight thousand dollars. Or, or put something. a deposit on a house, like yeah. yeah. I was like, I absolutely will not be going another round. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I was I was glad I did it. Um, and I guess to a certain extent, I still am. Like, I think it's a good thing to have done. But I, and I think I said this to you yesterday, I, I did it because I felt like I should, right. not because I wanted to. Okay, mm. yeah. Not because I was like, yeah, I really, really think I might want kids one day. So, yeah, go for it. It wasn't mm. like... A positive experience where it was yeah. like, yeah, I'm doing this for my future. I'm doing this so that one day maybe I can, you know, I yeah. did it because I felt like I should. Okay. 
it, because that's what you should do as what, a woman. Yeah, and, fuck, that's, ugh, that's heavy. And I don't, I don't so regret heavy. it, but, you know, like, it just, it sucks. Yeah. That, and look, people, people who go through, women who go through IVF and rounds and rounds of it, like, nothing but absolute empathy for those people yeah. because it's just that would that's basically like the first bit of IBF and it's wow. terrible. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, so what's the mindset what's the mindset what's your mindset around it all now compared to beforehand? Cuz before you said yeah. you said before you felt like you were like running out of time and you felt like you should. Yeah. So yeah. how has your mindset changed now and has it affected? Do you think your mindset would be completely different? Now, had you not gone done the IVF and, mm, that's, and sorry, not IVF but frozen your eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's a hard one because I because I did it, so I don't really know. But yes. I think I think I feel better. Yeah, and I I think it definitely did remove some of the pressure yeah. I felt um, because I've never been one for settling for less than anything, cool. <laughs> and so. There's just there was no way that I could just find a husband and just have kids because I felt like you know yeah. with just mm-hmm. anybody I'm yeah. just not I'd rather be on my own. <laughs> I am 100 percent behind yeah. you there. So I'm just like it definitely took a bit of the pressure off in terms of okay if in a couple of years that situation happens for me great and I can't get pregnant naturally then that is an option yeah, that cool. I can explore. In the meantime, I'm paying storage fees on those little fuckers. What? Yeah, yeah you have to pay storage. Well, obviously, I mean. How much? It's not a fucking much? storage king. Like, what is, mm. They take up zero room. I think it's like $300 a year or something. So it's not. Oh, it's well, like a Netflix sub- sub- subscription. Yeah, I don't know. I got a bill for it the other day. I haven't paid that. I don't know what happens yeah. if they just like chuck them out the window. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like it's a weird one because I look, I see it, and I'm like, oh, there's my poor little single little eggs just. What happens over there. when you want to use the eggs? So, so they get shoved you, back up here. Yeah, so you go through the um, the I, the second part of the IVF process. Oh, like, so that, is that where they mix it in a like mm, test tube and then or whatever? Yeah, I and then, think so. That's when they bring the sperm in mm. and uh, and do it and then put it. And like implanted, I think. Yeah, right. I think that's what happens. I'm not 100 percent sure. I've never got that far, but um, I was watching something the other night on TV actually, and they were talking about how hard it is to donate eggs. That was going to be my next question. Like, yeah. like, okay, say you get five, ten years down the track, and you decide, oh, look, I'm not, I'm not holding on to these yeah, anymore. Yeah. There are so many people out there that yeah that need this. Mm. Would you consider donating them? 100 percent. Like. Right. I would definitely do that, and there are so many people that need them mm. as well. Um, but it's just so hard, and like, you know, same-sex couples yeah. that it's just like, but it's impossible in New Zealand basically to to do Fuck. it. Leg- like so bad. I have a friend mm. who actually I saw on her social went she went through this whole journey of donating eggs, and mm. she was mm. encouraging other people to sign up to do it. So I wonder what program that's through. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a website that I did see on that. I can't remember what it was, but it was basically matching like donors with like couples. Oh or, yes, yeah, she right. she did yeah. she did have a couple that she yeah. did it for. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's right. Basically, like if I was um, if I'm a single mother or or you know a single woman like earning good money who wants to have like, a child. Yeah, have a child. It's so hard to do if you're a same sex couple. It's so hard to do, um, and also it's you can't. Um, like remunerate 
people for it, so you oh, can't. Really? Yeah, so it's basically like. And overseas, you can do it where, you know, the donor gets paid or the surrogate gets paid. Oh, yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. here, I'm pretty sure you can't do that. So it makes it really yeah. hard for people mm-hmm. to be compensated for. It's like adoption, right? Like if you adopt yeah. a child, you don't actually legally have the rights. If if the birth parents at any point, regardless of their stability, their, like, mm. a the, their stability or their ability to even have a child, if at any point they decide they want that child back, that that child is ripped really? off here. Yeah. yeah, abortion in New Zealand. Uh, no, wow. abortion. Sorry, adoption mm. in New Zealand is very rough. Whoa, yeah, that's it's, huge. It's, yeah, there's there's so much that's wrong with it. Yeah, with sure. that, the whole system. Oh, we think, yeah, we think New Zealand, we're like, we're so far ahead with all the stuff, especially with what's going on in America and stuff yeah. like that. But it's like there are still quite a few things. Mm. Are, yeah, desperately behind. Um, yeah, you. What's what's your vibe on like the future? Like, do you feel any um, any need to freeze any rigs and like anything no, like that? No, I, I don't think I do. I have an incredible auntie, and she's single. She's in her fifties, like, and she is living her best life. She mm. lives with her best friend, who's also like same age, single, yeah. and they have like the best group of friends, and they just always drinking on the weekend. Yeah. Like, and so I've got that sort of to mm. look at to know, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's, it's so all fun. Be okay. Life is amazing. Like yeah. fun auntie. That's like so I love being the fun auntie, and, and yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. She's living her best freaking life. Whenever I see her, we go out because she lives in a different city. Yeah. So if I'm ever in her city, like we will go out, we'll party. She's a good time. That's awesome yeah yeah uh, I I love I, I love that like uh, I know that one day you're going to be that to my little goldie girl yeah. you know is that you're going to be fun auntie Rach and you know fun auntie Rach and fun auntie Trace are going to take her out and mm. you know just <laughs> cut her loose we a bit kind of thing yeah, but, yeah yeah so no that, and that's that's really amazing I, th- I think like the whole thing is is that it's like it's your damn life you can do what you want mm. there shouldn't be any scrutinisation or any bullshit coming from anyone else or judgement mm-hmm. it's like I mean you know it's 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 I'm yeah. I'm in a different boat. It's like I for many years I've just all I've wanted to do is be a dad, yeah. and I had to wait for you know Heidi and I's relationship to catch up to that point before we could even start to consider it or know that we could. But like I can say that long before that, I just desperately wanted to be a dad, mm. and I, we were very lucky that we could have kids. Yeah. Uh, but that's what worked for us, and and that's yeah. amazing, yeah. exactly, and that's what you want. Yeah, and like I think people forget, and especially. Uh, the older generation mm. above us oh, are yeah. still stuck in that mindset where, like, that's what you do. You mm. you find somebody, you get married, you yeah. buy a house, you have babies, and like, but that's not. And it, it's uh, it's like archaic because yeah. mm-hmm. some people can't do any of those things. Like, oh, this is a, I right. yeah yeah mm. you know like how much I can't tell you how much of a failure I felt like like getting into my like early to mid thirties, not owning a house, not having a partner, not having mm. like not having kids, um, and just feeling like an absolute failure. Fuck. Yeah. Like and it's the, it's that cam- comparison, right? Like we need to stop comparing our lives God, to other yeah. people's yeah. lives and just focus on what makes you happy. Yeah, totally. And just because something makes someone else happy doesn't mean it has to make mm. you happy. So yeah. it's like taking away that mindset of oh my god, this person's done all of this and I'm the sage and I haven't done that. It's mm. just like, no, like, yeah. have, you, have you done everything to fulfill your life? Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. or even if you haven't, like, there's yeah. still, I, it shouldn't be the, well, the what, catalyst yeah, of it all. Yeah, what is like, su- success is, um, like, 
depends on the person. Yeah. yeah. Like, my version of success is completely different to some of my friends, and that's great. Like, but that's amazing. Also, our society's version of success is yeah. completely different yeah. to what goes on in other countries as well. And, like, we just yeah. realise what a bubble we're inside, comparing ourselves to each other. Mm-hmm. When oh, at the yeah. end of the day, it's like, it's your damn life. You can live it however you want, and you can make your own decisions for your own body. And, yeah, I think, mm. yeah. I, I, I'm so just, like, I'm so grateful, um, like, for both of you guys. And I'm so, like... Um, I just respect you both so much and I have a lot of admiration for you guys being able to like just come and talk openly and um, and that you've made these calls and, you know, you're just living your damn best life. Mm-hmm. Sounds cliche, but, yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Well, yeah. I think, like, I would say that it is really important to have that community and to mm. have those people that are like-minded and are sort of on a similar buzz. Even if that changes over time, that's fine. But I think, you know, like I said, I've, I follow a lot of like well a few really good like child free creators on Instagram and that's really been helpful for me and a lot of the stuff that I see her one person in particular posting about um around parents that that come back at her content being like well like why are you saying that a child free life is better than than having children like children are the best thing that ever happened to me right and i just the thing that I want to get out there is that it's not all about you. Totally. Like you have, parents have so many spaces, so especially mothers, like mm-hmm. so many spaces where they can go and talk and like be vulnerable and open with each other about the struggles yeah. of motherhood. And it's fucking hard. I have no doubt about that. But there are also other challenges and we, other people need space to talk about those things. Yeah. And so... Just like, it's like, I don't come into a, I don't, you know, roll into a mother's group and be like, you guys fucking suck. Like, look at your shit decisions. Shame, shame, shame. Look at all my money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like I'm going to Fiji next week. Yeah. And then fuck off. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Just let, like, we need more space to talk about this stuff. And for, especially females, like, in their 30s and 40s even, to be able to talk about these things openly and feel like they have a community where it's like having children is not the only way. Mm-hmm. There are more things that you can do to get access, success from life. And I needed people to be doing, like, talking about it openly when I was younger. Mm. Mm. So that's why it's so important that we talk about it now because 100%. we need that space. Yeah. Totally. That was really lovely. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. I'm in awe. I really yeah. am. This is awesome. Thank you so much, Tracy, for coming on and just being so open and honest and talking about this shit. It's important. It's so good. I think a lot of people mm. are going to get a lot out of this. Yeah. Yeah. It is important. I'm yeah. very passionate about it. Yeah. Quite the That's... contrast to the sucking dick episode you did last time. <laughs> <laughs> I can do both. All right. <laughs> Married, divorced and dating. The podcast. Well, that was jam-packed. Oh, there was a good old roller coaster, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Yeah, we went from like talking about threesomes to baby chat, like kind of heavy sort of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Do you know what? And I'm ready to jam one more in there. Okay, hit me with it. Today, we got gifted. Oh, yes! oh I'm so 
excited. A beautiful box arrived full of anal toys. So this was off the back. We had uh, we had a couple of episodes ago. We had a uh, we had a chat with Emma from Adult Toy Mega Store mm-hmm. around and, pegging. Yeah, pegging. And we also had that um, anonymous guest on, and he talked about it. And we yeah. thought, well, yeah, uh, ATMS. They were like, hey, we think we need to send you guys some butt toys. Oh my goodness! And boy, did they! Wow. Oh my gosh, we've got like vibrating butt plugs. Yeah. We've got some anal beads. Yeah, there's the um the butt plug trainer things that oh. like go up in sizes. Yeah. yeah. That third one. <laughs> Heck, we got a pegging kit. Yeah, yeah. And then the um the beads. The the anal beads. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, We got a douche. Okay, you we got we both got like a pair of pegging undies each. Oh and so my this God. is a pair of uh, undies you put on. They've got a hole in the middle with like a ring in it. And then what you do is you slide a like a pegging dildo mm-hmm. into it and then it's so you can like a, a female can go Beam and someone over. Yeah, basically like it's yeah. like a strap on but it's the undies version. You put it on. Uh, oh my god! For the first time, I got to feel what it felt like yeah, to have a f- penis. How did it feel? Loved it. <laughs> like a standing wank, or like a leg up wank, or well, the you helicopter. You say you do that anyway. Oh, not the helicopter. Yeah, you but not do- like that's different. It's different when you're using your arm in a wanking motion yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are you going to like keep those in the bottom drawer and just maybe one day if it ever comes up with someone? Yeah. Or? The first thing I did was sent a photo to my mate over and. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, look what I got. This is a hell of a kid. <laughs> how did it, how did he respond? Um, he said. He's probably similar to me, where it's like it would take a lot to get there. He said, I mean, "Whoa, a journey, you know? What a gift." <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, and then we just sort of talked about butt play. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, so you're currently in the middle of a conversation about butt play? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, nice. great. Well, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. And uh, we will be giving some of it away, so keep an eye on our Instagram. This is where we do our giveaways with Adult Toy Megastore, and uh, they're going to send out a fun little package to a winner. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find that, it's <clears throat> at Married, Divorced and Dating on Instagram. Ooh, uh, you can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. And or OnlyFans. And OnlyFans. We need Rachel's to update that content. Tell me about it. Oh, you, I we need to take more. you're turning my feet into some glazed donuts. Oh, yeah. I, that was a little idea I had. So, like, um, I thought, well, because the, the original one, we covered your feet in, like, tomato sauce, sauce mustard, and, like, there was some milk in there. Well, it was kind of gross. Um, <laughs> but, you know. But we loved it. We loved it. It was a great episode. Um, but I thought what we could do is we could, like, mimic foods. Mm-hmm. So we'll get a donut, like a glazed donut with sprinkles and stuff, and then we'll mimic that on your feet. Yeah. yeah. Keen we'll, as a bean. And we'll put some more photos up on OnlyFans just for a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or you can email us. MDDetails at gmail.com. <laughs> but honestly, we do love, we've been receiving some incredible messages lately. So lovely. Um, whether you've got a, a message and support, a story you want to share, whatever, we absolutely love, love, love hearing from you. So yeah. please reach out. Thank you so much. The feedback really does mean a lot. It's yeah. really, really nice. And we, we read everything and we love it. And we send yeah. it to each other and froth and cry and just like get goosebumps. And it's so nice. That's amazing. We yeah. That. Okay. Well, right. is that enough for an episode? I think so. Great. Oh, oh, all right. right. See, See ya. ya.